Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds. To them who by patience continuing yep. some well-doing seek nope. for glory and honor and immorality yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Uh, Great Luke You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' tell you? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge count? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin? Christ is the way, yep. devil gon' win, nope. tryna make it to heaven, yep. get there by sin, nope. follow the commandments, yep. everybody got choices, I chose this walk so I keep on trotting, everybody got choices, choose the right path and nothing can stop us, everybody got choices, righteous life, devil don't like that, nah, everybody got choices, choose the right path to save your soul, never going back, no, 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 forward to the kingdom, yeah, Right. 
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard theater To cite to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose we got to choose, we got to choose, we got to choose, we got to choose. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Salam good morning. Baba Kwatuwa, Yahweh Bahasham, Yahweh Shabrak, Thumb, to the 12 tribes worldwide, to Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gab, Reuben, Ashton, Valley, and Issachar. Shalom. Shalom, 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 and the Most High in Christ watch over thee and bless thee, and keep thee and, and bring thee to to the remembrance that we are the Hebrew Israelites, that we are the people of the Bible, and that it's time for us to not only wake up to the truth of our nationality, but to also to wake up to why was our nationality stripped from us? Why 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 have, has it been such a long journey and extensive journey for us to fig- figure out who the Israelites are? What's the mystery that's been here for ages? Every generations. Who were the people that were discovered here um, in the Americas where the age of discovery? Uh, whether it was from uh, Columbus, um, uh, coming with the Spaniards, or it was with uh, Verrazamo or, or whoever, um, coming and discovering uh, Central America and South America. The peoples that were here in the Americas, who were they? And then the people that were brought up on slave ships, who are they? Um, and knowing that this seed has been spread across the whole four corners of the planet Earth, why has it been this way? What, what's going on? What's happening? Um, that, again, these things have been happening and continue to happen because we are the, the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. And we are suffering the consequences of over, well over 3,500 years, 3,500 years of idolatry, uh, 3,500 years of my brother, Shalom, sir. Shalom, sir. Shalom, sir. Shalom, sir. I know you got to leave early today, so we'll, we'll kind of jump into it. Um, but this is, again, to the 12 tribes worldwide. Um, this is that you've reached the ISBHBK Bible Talk podcast, uh, and, and we produce our, our podcast every Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We actually do a blog talk uh, five days out of the week. Now, on Mondays, it's myself uh, starting at Winter Bar uh, when he's available at 10 a.m. Um, every Monday. Then on Tuesdays, it's Tells About Tuesdays, who comes to us every, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Then I come back again on Wednesdays, uh, and then again on Thursdays. And then we have the Brother Bonabad, um doing his, his, his podcast uh, Friday nights starting at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time or Texas Time, all right, uh, and, and adjust times accordingly. That's when we do our live streams. All right? That's when we actually do our live streams. And then we're uh, getting into uh, Tuesday nights at the event center, at the EOP Therapy Event Center, located at Rolling Ghost Mall. Uh, we're starting a Hebrew class there every Tuesday night from 7 to 9. Um, that's not going to be broadcast or anything, um, but a Hebrew class every, every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 at the event center, the EOP Therapy Event Center, located on the second floor of Rolling Ghost Mall, uh, in the Sears wing uh, of the mall, it, you, 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 we're right there next to Sears, where Sears used to be at. Uh, you'll see us. Come on in, um, uh, and come on some Hebrew. And then again, we're there on Sundays from four to six for uh, Hebrew male training and history class. 
um, which is uh, open for everybody. But we're specifically trying to trying to really get with the young men of the nation of Israel uh, and provide them a you know a, a workout, uh, some some military drilling sessions, you know, some right face left the movement, some uh, military movements, you know, how to move as a unit, how to move together, uh, think about one another, and then uh, have an open, uh, open forum and go into some history, right? As we're really really trying to trying to uh, uh, get to the youth and, and get to the young ones. Uh, the only announcement I guess I would like to go ahead and make it this time also is um, Passover. Um, the, the, the Passover uh, convocation, the actual day is actually April 6th, um, sundown April 6th is the actual um, convocation. But we'll, we will be gathering in, in Norfolk, Virginia, um, Sunday, Easter, uh, Sunday, April 9th, which happens to be Easter, because that's the day off that everybody does have that, that weekend. Where uh, we we can get more people to actually come and congregate, we will be observing it and 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 taking note that the official day uh, of Passover is uh, April sixth. That's a Sabbath. It's Wednesday. That's the actual Sabbath. Um, but we'll be congregating for the dinner on Sunday, April ninth. Right? Um, just uh, not to change things or change laws or add to the law, or take away from the law, but that's just a time that's, that we can all actually just get together. Um, uh, from the um, various camps that ISBHBK has, uh, whether it's from San Antonio, Houston, uh, Norfolk, or, or Rochester, and any uh, affiliate um, brothers and sisters that um, uh, like or, or, or that are receiving teachings in, uh, from ISBHBK, we will be gathered together um, Sunday, April 9th uh, in Norfolk. If you go to isbhpk.com, isbhpk.com, um, you get further details about uh, the actual location and times uh, and RSVP uh, for the Passover, right? Um, also being aware that uh, as of now, the Brother Bonabar will be doing um, uh, observing a, a Passover gathering also. Um, not to be in competition. This is not to be in competition. But for those who might, might not be able to make it to Norfolk, um, he will be observing the Passover April 6th um, at the event center. He will be observing the Passover April 6th or, or Passover ceremony uh, April 6th. Any and all are welcome to come in and, and join. And then the brother, uh, from, brothers from the Sword of Truth, uh, located here in San Antonio, Texas, will be holding a second Passover May 6th. Uh, um, the Sword of Truth will be holding a second Passover here in San Antonio May 6th for all those who will not be able to, to make the, the congregation um, April 9th in Norfolk. All right. Uh, Brother Gabarco, you got any announcements, anything you'd like to, like to add or bring out or what have you? Um, no, sir. I, I believe you, you covered it all. Uh, it's ready to, uh, you know, get into the into this feeding. You know. Thank you. Um, for, for those, I hope those that might be, might be joining in today, um, at Erico 646-668-2568, Erico 646 646- Six six eight two five six eight. As we're live streaming now, uh, doing our podcast live stream right, uh, right now. If you want to send a text out to anybody who, uh, that you think might be um, get some information or, or um, um, be interested, or even if you want to rebuttal, um, Eric code six four six 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 eight two five six eight. Please uh, send send a text out um, on social media, texting, what have you. Let people know the show started. Right, that the show started. Well, we're, we're continuing with a series that, that, that we started almost four months ago, dealing with biblical salvation. And from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, 
um, we're left the instructions that we need to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman who needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, that we want to make sure that the work we're doing is the right work so that we're not going to be ashamed. But that's when it comes to studying. If we're not studying to make sure that the work that we're doing is the right work, so that now when Christ comes, um, uh, like he says in uh, Matthew chapter 7, um, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to, are going to say, Lord, Lord. Matter of fact, let's get there real quick. Um, can we get Matthew 721 real quick? Time. <clears throat> okay. And Matthew chapter 21. Chapter 7, verse 21. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21 reads, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. um, Maybe you need to start above that. One second, let me catch up with you. Even with that, as, as I catch it with the brother Kabakwa, even with that, um, if we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved unto God, rightly dividing the word of truth, um, study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman who needed not to be ashamed. That is not just the fact that we we study, and I'm going over scriptures, and I'm just, I'm just, I continue going over classes, but I'm studying to make sure that the work I am doing, that when I do work, with the work that I'm investing into, it's the right work. That I'm, I'm actually following the instructions and following what the Bible actually says. I'm, I'm doing, I'm following what the book says. It's not the fact that I just, okay, I studied John 3.16. I meditate on John 3.16. Well, I meditate on, on, on um, uh, in the beginning uh, was the Word, and the Word was, uh, uh, was God and God, and the Word was God. Not just I'm looking at that and say, so, okay, yeah, I went, I went over it. But am I studying to make sure that my actions, am I studying to make sure that the things I do, the way I operate, the way I look at things, my perception is the right perception? So when Christ gets here, I'm not going to be ashamed. That's what we want to make sure that we're doing. And this, this, this was the birth of not only this um, ISBHBK Bible talk, but of the series that we're doing right now on biblical salvation. Are we putting in the right work? Are we, are we actually doing the right things? To receive salvation. And, and what is biblical salvation? What is God's salvation? Do we have the right mindset, the right perspective, the right way of looking at what it means to be saved? And what is salvation? Again, this gave birth to, uh, to this class. So, yeah, if we read verse 21 again, please, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21 reads, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. And I, I love how this, this is, if, if you have a Bible equipped um, with the uh, New Testament, it's got the words of Christ in red, then you will see that if you're reading along with us, we, we, hope, we pray that you're doing, and that you're also writing down these scriptures, so you can go back and you can check them out to see if this is what the Bible is actually saying. Is this what this, are, we keep, are we taking it out of context? Um, that it actually be read and seen, and not just well, Shabbos said this, Kabbalah said this, 
But we actually get this is what the scripture is actually saying. Again, in Matthew seven twenty one, we see this are these are the words of Christ. This is what Jesus who the world calls Jesus Christ, who we call uh, in the Pale Hebrew Yahweh Shai, or this called Yeshua or Yahashua or what have you. That the Savior, the anointed Savior, what he's saying, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. And I love how he's saying this because if you come, if we're coming from just a religious background uh, that was delivered to us from the age of, 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 of uh, discovery, if it's coming from a religious background, that, that was delivered from the Spaniards when they first came to the Americas and brought us Catholicism or brought us uh, Protestantism or brought us uh, um, uh, uh, Christianity. And I, I was watching a TikTok a little earlier today, and there was a brother on there, um, and he was saying that he doesn't follow Christian. Um, the disciples, he said the disciples never called themselves Christians but that that was a label put upon them by uh, the people that were around them. And it wasn't, it wasn't a badge of honor at the time. It, it was supposed to be a badge of uh, a title of, of discredit. It was supposed to actually uh, be a put down to be called a Christian. But for people to see how the apostles moved, they saw that, that the apostles moved the same way Christ did, but the apostles never called themselves Christians. And then he says uh, he doesn't follow Christianity. He believes in Christ, but he doesn't follow Christianity because you cannot find the word Christianity anywhere in the Bible. Get a concordance, do a Google search, and you cannot find the word Christianity anywhere in the Bible. And the reason I'm bringing this point up right now is because we've been following Christianity, because we've been following the, uh, whatever religious denomination you come from in dealing with Christianity, whether it's Baptist, Methodist, Episcopalian, Seventh-day Adventist, um, non-denominational or Catholic, Whatever denomination you come from that's following Christianity, it cannot be found in the Bible. And contrary to what Christianity has taught us as a people, we think that just because we say the name Jesus or because we say the name Lord, that that's enough for us to get to the kingdom of heaven, that now we just say the name Jesus. That when I pray over my food, whether it's, it's abominable food, clean food, or unclean food, the fact that I just say the name Jesus, that that's it. And now this notion has been passed on to us that now we're saved. That now we're 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 um, we're saved. We're good because now I either say the name Jesus, or because I come to the knowledge to find out that we're the Israelites, and I start to learn the Paleo Hebrew. That because I say the name Yahweh Shai, that that's it. That's all that's required. Because I now say Yahweh Shai instead of Jesus, or I, I call the name of Jesus, that that's it. I'm going straight to the kingdom of heaven. I'm saved. But let's listen to what. Christ actually said, let's get it straight from the horse's mouth. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Time. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 reads, And not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. We have to be doing God's will. Not only just calling, calling the name of the Most High, or the name of Christ, we have to be doing the will of the Father. If we're trying to get into heaven. So this notion about salvation, that just because now I say the name Jesus um, uh, uh, and, and not taking the name of the Lord in vain from a Christianity point of view, and, or I say the name Yahweh Shai, that that's it, that I'm, I'm covered, and that's all that's required. No, no, brothers and sisters, 
like, like Christ is saying here, we have to be doing the will of the Father. And if we don't study, how are we going to know what the will of the Father is? As circumstances and, and, and things happen in, in our lives, how you, how's a person going to know what's, what's the right decision if they're not studying? If, they, if, a person doesn't develop a, if a person does not develop a personal relationship with God and they're studying to make sure that they are doing the will of the Father, which is in heaven, you, we're not going to see the kingdom. And even, even, even the idea of the kingdom is given from a Christianity um, uh, religious point of view that has nothing to do with a biblical perspective about what the kingdom of heaven really is. But we're not going to get into all that today. I don't, I don't want to get too, too far off. But again, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Verse 22, sir. Yes, sir. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So in reading something like this here, straight from Christ's mouth, this is straight from Christ. Are we doing the works so that when Christ comes back, we don't be ashamed? That we could be under this, this delusion. We could be under this, 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 this uh, a straight-up lie um, saying that, I, yeah, I'm prophesying in the name of Jesus because I will say his name. I'm prophesying in the name of Yahweh, show me how I shy. Because I say Yahweh, show me how I shy. And I'm doing the will of God. No, that don't mean you're doing the will of God. And it says, and in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. Because I call the name of Jesus, or I call the name of Yahweh, I'm doing a lot of great things. But I don't study to make sure that the work I'm doing is actually the work of God. I don't study to make sure that the way I think, the way I operate, the way I do things is actually what God wants. We don't do that. We really do leave this uh, on this hinge of because I say either his name in English, Jesus Christ, or because I say it in the Paleo Hebrew, um, uh, Yahweh Shai or Yeshua or, or, or what have you, that that's enough. And that because uh, I got the Bible in one hand, but because I'm saying his Hebrew name, that's it. That's why I'm right. That's why I'm good, because I got the Bible in one hand, and I'm saying that the, the, the Paleo Hebrew, that I'm covered. I'm, I'm in there. I'm not, I'm not doing it like the, the Christian churches do no more. I'm not just saying the name of Jesus, uh, but now, and, and, and some Bible hymns, or Bible, some, some gospel hymns, but now I say the Lord's name in Paleo Hebrew, and that means I'm changed, I'm different, and I'm, 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 I'm in there. No, brothers and sisters, it takes a lot more, a lot more than that. And that's, what, that's the purpose of this series that we're going over about biblical salvation. Is anybody saved yet? Uh, uh, no, not according to what the Bible's talking about. We're not saved yet. Um, and in dealing with biblical salvation, we have to understand and know what events took place in the Old Testament if we really want to understand what salvation is. We have to study the Old Testament. We have to. And that's what uh, Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. And that from a child... My son, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise into salvation and into faith in the Christ Jesus. If we don't understand the, Old Testament, the history of the Old Testament, actually do some study of the Old Testament history, then you're not going to have the wisdom about what God's salvation is really talking about. If you're only coming from a New Testament 
Christian, uh, religious Christianity uh, the denomination and trying to deal with uh, salvation, you're going to miss the boat. You're not going to get it. You, you are, you're, you're, you're not going to have the right works. And God's not dealing with intentions. God said you can tell the tree by the fruit it bears. He said that in verse 19 of the same, of the same chapter. Uh, verse 20, as a matter of fact. Um, that what work are we doing? Are we actually studying now and, 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 and changing and adjusting and repenting that we're actually doing the right work? Regardless of what the world thinks, regardless of what, what, what people think, regardless of what religious people might, might, might say, that are we actually doing what God wants? So I'm moving on. I can be aware of the time. Last night, the, uh, the scripture we left off with, we're going to read it again, is uh, 1 John chapter 1, uh, verses 8 through 10. I'm asking Brother Gabar uh, if you can read that. But Gabar, was there any, uh, any, anything that you wanted to, to, to expound on or, or, or relate to and, and, and what you might be getting from what we've been over so far? Um, fine. Uh, what I'm getting uh, so far is that there's, there's stipulations, like even in the scripture that we just went over. How the Heavenly Father or, or how Christ is going to recognize you and know you is if you're doing the will of the Heavenly Father. Um, in last night's class, the stipulation is only if we acknowledge that we have been uh, um, disobedient and, and, and dealing with the Heavenly Father and acknowledge and then sincerely repent, which is doing the will of the Heavenly Father from, from then on, then we can uh, um, obtain salvation. Those are the stipulations, and that's what I'm getting. Nice you put. Nice you put. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's go to First John chapter 1, uh, verses 8 through 10. First John chapter 1, verses 8 through 10. The one by Revelations, First John chapter one, verses eight through ten. Time. <clears throat> First John chapter one, uh, starting at verse eight, reads: If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Cool. So if, if the nation of Israel, and this, this is the topic that we're dealing with, for the nation of Israel, that's who salvation is for. If the nation of Israel, we don't get to a point where as, as Israelites, we're confessing that we've done wrong against God, that we've actually been sinning against God, and we go back and reflect all the way back to when we came out of Egypt, we have, we have continually gone astray and abused God's grace and God's mercy. When, when we only have, have an understanding of God's grace and mercy just from the New Testament, it's easy for you to fall into any uh, and, and have many man-made religions uh, that, that pop up. Um, if you're just going to look at what grace is, starting from just the New Testament. If you're only going to start from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and go from there and talk about, and, and when Paul talks about grace, or when Peter talks about grace, um, or James talks about grace, that then if you don't understand Old Testament history, 
If you never study Old Testament history, your your context of what grace and mercy is is is, is warped. It, it's missing. It's retarded. It 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 it, 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 it it's it's, it, it's not correct. To go back now and look at how much grace and mercy the Lord God, the Creator, has given to the nation of Israel for their repeated sins since the time we came out of Egypt, all the way up until we were finally expelled out of the Promised Land um, uh, during the Assyrian captivity. And then His continued grace and mercy that He extended to the Israelites repeatedly. All the way up until 70 AD, when in 70 AD, the last of the Israelites were kicked out of the promised land in accordance with the prophecies that God gave. And at that time period was over 1,600 years. That time period was 1,600 years that God kept extending grace and mercy to the Israelites because of his promise that he made, the covenant he made with Abraham that got passed on to Isaac and then on to Jacob. If you never take a look at that or understand that, you have no clue what, what God is talking about, what the Bible is talking about, uh, uh, grace and mercy. If you're just coming from your study of the New Testament, you're not going to get it. You're never going to un- understand it. So now, as we as Israelites, as we come into the knowledge that we're the Israelites and who we are, if we never go back and, and acknowledge and look at how we have been going against, away from God and we have continually turned from God, from the time we came out of Egypt up until present day, and that we have not came to a point where we've confessed what it is we've done. We might stop eating pork. We might stop going to church on Sunday. We might go ahead and start letting our beard grow. We might go come back and put a dress on. But we'll do these out, outside superficial type of things, but our mindset hasn't changed. It's still about our will. It's still about what we think about and what we put together. And it's not, we have not come to a confession that the things we've learned, the, the, the mindsets that we have, that was taught to us by our parents, that was taught to us by other generations, by people we look, looked up to um, and, and been influenced about, that they did not know God. Not only did they have not known God, they never taught, they never taught us the Bible. And I don't care how many Bible studies that we were forced to go to. And all those Bible studies we were forced to go to, we were never shown about um, uh, the Sabbath from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. And all those Bible studies we went to, we were never it was never explained about what the Passover, um, the Feast of the Living Bread, the um, Feast of First Fruits, the uh, uh, Day of Pentecost, the um, the Memorial of Blowing of Trumpets, uh, uh, the uh, Day of Atonement, the uh, Feast of Tabernacles, Purim, uh, the Day of Nicanor. Uh, for those who do celebrate it, um, uh, Hanukkah. None of these things were ever explained, that these were the days that God just delivered the Israelites out of, out of captivity and slavery that we were in and because we repented, because we humbled ourselves down. And all the Bible studies that we were forced to go to, none of this was, was ever brought out. It was never brought out or shown that, no, the people of the Bible, the Israelites, are, are, are people of color so-called black and brown-skinned people, and that we are these people, and that our mindsets and the way we think and the way we put our, our perception has been totally against God. That's never been shown. That's never been pulled out that we are that nation. 
that we are those people, and that's why we're suffering when we're suffering. So we've tried to come back and vote. We've tried to come back, and, and, and we've had dogs sicked on us and had all type of things happen to us. Um, uh, we're going to vote. We're going to get our own businesses. We're going we're to uh, go to college. We're going to fight segregation where, where white boys are trying to prevent us from coming in and, uh, and white girls are trying to prevent us from coming to their public schools. Um, and, and as the brother of was telling me last night, um, I haven't really researched it, but I guess there's a, a motion uh, in the state of Mississippi uh, to bring back Jim Crow. Goodbye. You, you, want, you want to bring that up a little bit? Con. Um, yeah, uh, um, I believe it was uh, February, February twenty uh, second, that uh, the uh, the the government or or um, uh, I, I guess the senators and the and the and the, and the governors of Mississippi are making a motion to bring back the the Jim Crow laws, which when you do research on the Jim Crow laws, they are uh, laws that call for a total segregation between so-called Negroes and and um, actually um, I, I saw a sign that was in the 1960s that actually said Mexicans also um, drinking fountains and and bathrooms and you know everything is separate um, there would be no 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 contact uh you know it 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 becomes against the law to to have a intermarriage or to have a marriage between uh the so called negroes and uh the so called white people and this is and and that's just to name a few of the uh, a couple actually of the laws um it, when i say total segregation um it it, it goes all the way to to the children and schools and, and, and everything, basically. And that was uh that was done there was a motion set on uh, February twenty second of uh two thousand twenty three. Good. <laughs> Good <laughs> The um, reason I'm saying good, I, I know that a lot of people who come from, a, 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 again, a religious uh, a background, a Christianity background that has nothing to do with the Bible. And again, this, this is why I say this. I'm trying to emphasize that we want to make sure that we have to study to make sure that our works, that the things that we're doing, don't have us be ashamed when Christ gets here. Real quick, God, um, we just finished First John chapter 1. Real quick, give me Matthew twenty five thirty one, and I'm working on the time also. You got, you got about ten minutes before you, you got to take off. Uh, Matthew chapter twenty five or thirty one. Oh, actually, I, I I went on and I made I made a I I I I moved it. I was able to to move it. Uh, right, cool, cool, cool. We can we can we can go ahead and 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 and, and do this. All right, that's what's up then. Um, so um, uh, Matthew twenty five thirty one. Behind, if these, these Jim Crow laws get get passed, and it's funny, it's, it's not like I know black people gonna have to have, have have get get all into a, a, a their feelings hurt, but it's not like we haven't already been dealing with the 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 consequences of driving while black. 
people still are going through that to this day. That if you're found driving, if a black person is found driving in white neighborhoods, the odds of you getting stopped and pulled over are very great. Not only getting stopped and pulled over, uh, of being harassed, possibly even shot and killed, is very great. So for them to come back now and just come back and now uh, legalize things that they've already been doing, so be it. Battle for white for for blacks and, and and brown people. We want to get mad and upset and be like, no, that ain't fair because we're supposed to be Americans and we're supposed to have our civil rights. No, we're not. And for everybody who claims to be a Christian and that you're following Christ, well, let's get the words of Christ. Let's get Matthew chapter twenty-five verse thirty-one. Come on, Matthew chapter twenty-five verse thirty-one reads: When the Son of Man shall come in His glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. So, I mean, damn, so what is, what is Christ going to do when he comes back? He's going segregate. to gather all the nations, and then he's going to what? Segregate or separate, as the scripture says. Separate them one from another. So for 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 people who claim to be Christians and, and uh, uh, for and, and you love the Bible, then why why get you why get so emotional and upset that now the so-called white man wants to go and pass these Jim Crow laws and, and bring back segregation, even though he hasn't stopped. Segregation To come back and not just legalize it, All right, cool But it's not like we ain't stopped Segregating But let's go ahead and just, just bring it on out The same way Jesus is going to do And I, I, I'm trying to put a little bit of sarcasm on that right there Because people Are we studying To make sure we're doing the will of God Real quick, and speaking about the will of God, let's get Genesis chapter 10, verse 32, 31. Genesis chapter 10, verse 31, real quick. Let's go back to the beginning. Uh-huh. Let's go back to the very beginning. How did God set things up? Uh, Genesis chapter 10 and verse 31 reads, These are the sons of Shem, after their families, after their tongues, in their lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah after their generations, in their nations, and by these were nations divided in the earth after the flood. So God divided the nations after the flood. God divided nations after the flood. That's of God. A lot of people want to come back and say, no, man made nations. No, that's a damn lie. God made the nations. And then God separated them one from another. That's how it was done from the very beginning. Then we'll be... That's Genesis uh, 10 and 32. If we, we're not going to do it, but if we kept reading chapter 11, we're going to read about the Tower of Babel. Again, if you don't understand biblical history, you, you'll be, be more inclined to want to fight and debate what we're going over right now as that now we're not Christian, we're following in the cult, but we're just now right now just reading the Bible. God separated the nations. When Christ comes back, what is Christ going to do? Separate the nations. 
And as much as we have this notion that, no, man divided nations, but God made us all one, I guess we got to go there. 11, Genesis chapter 11, verse 1. I guess we got to go there. Time. Genesis chapter 11 and verse 1 reads, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. This is after the flood. This is after the flood, where you only had eight people live through the flood. Noah and his wife, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, their sons, and their wives. Only eight people made it through the flood. And then six of these people, uh, Shem and his wife, Japheth, his wife, and Ham and his wife, they're the ones that are responsible for repopulating the whole earth. The three classifications of humans, and even in your science class, they teach you that. There's three classifications of humans, Negroid, Caucasoid, and, and Mongoloid. That's what they teach in your science. But that is really going back to what the Bible says, the Word of God says, is not Caucasoid, uh, uh, Negroid, and Mongoloid. It's you came out of Shem, you either came out of Ham, or you came out of Japheth. So upon coming out of the ark and now starting to repopulate the earth, that now they left from, and, and the ark pretty much landed in uh, around Istanbul, Turkey, in the mountains of, uh, of Istanbul, Turkey, and said so that they're traveling to the east now. All right? Traveling towards the east. Reading on, uh, read that again, please, sir. Con. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech, and it came to pass. Of course, everybody was of one language and one speech. Noah only had one language. That was the very original language. And obviously, he taught that original language to his sons. How else could they communicate? And, and everybody, there was only one language at, at this time on the earth. Only one. And everybody spoke it. Let's keep reading. Go ahead. Time. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go, two, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go, two, let us build us a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. All right, so all nations, everybody with red blood, uh, came together um, uh, in, in, uh, in this place that's going to be called, called, become known as Babylon, and they built a city and a tower. And if this tower is supposed to reach all the way to heaven, that in case God had decided that he, he was mad at people again and wanted to wipe out the earth with a flood, that they built this, this tower so high that it would save mankind. This is what people, the ideas and imagination that people came up with, that maybe God's lying, that he said he's never going to uh, flood the earth, the whole entire earth with a flood again, and he gave us the rainbow as, as, as his promise. No, we don't know if we can trust God, plus we want to go ahead and take matters in our own hands. Let's go ahead and, 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 and think outside the box and explore everything that comes to our mind. Reading on. Um, Genesis chapter 11 and verse 5 reads, And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, 
The people is one. And they have all the people, the people is one. So and they I, have, I know from, from, from those who come from a very religious Christianity background and you think that you're doing right by God, I, I hope you're reading along with us. And I know you might, people might be upset, and this, this, is, this is totally against what their parents have taught, what the church has taught. Um, while you're sitting there saying that we're in an occult, we're just reading the Bible. That for the millions and millions of people that, that are in whatever denomination you're in, they're wrong. We're reading the Bible. God came down and saw what the, what people were doing, and what did God say? The people is one. God said that the Lord said this. He saw that the people is one. Now Christianity teaches that all God's plan for humans is is that we all be what? That we all be one. That's from Christianity, religious, not biblical, but religious. What happened here at the Tower of Babel? God came down and saw everybody was one. If this is Genesis chapter 11 and verse what? Verse 5? Verse 6. But if this is Genesis chapter 11, should there be a Genesis chapter 11 verse 7? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there shouldn't be if that was if that was how it was supposed to be. Right. If, if, if that's God's plan, <laughs> that everybody is one. <laughs> Yes, excuse me. <laughs> it caught me off guard. <laughs> if God's plan for mankind, for humankind, for the human race, there's only one race, the human race. Cool. If that's God's plan for 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 the human race, that we all just be one. Should there be a Genesis? It should have ended right there. Because from what religion teaches, that we're all supposed to be one, all the nations on the planet at this time were one. All the people on the planet at this time were one. They had one language, one speech, and they had one mind to what? Build this city and this tower. If, if, if what Christianity teaches that we're all one, and that's what God wants is for us to finally be all one, if that's what that's what we give Christianity, then we're, we're reading the Bible and we're seeing that the Bible contradicts the Word of God, contradicts that teaching. The Word of God contradicts that notion. Verse six again, please. Time. Genesis chapter 11 and verse 6 reads, And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do, and nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. I'm reading on. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So what, what did God tell, tell the angels? Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. God and the angels 
separated each other, each nation, so that the nations would not understand each other no more. This is what God and the angels did. Go ahead. Eight. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel. Because the, because the Lord did not, I'm sorry, did there confound the language of all the earth. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. So who, so according to the Bible, who made the nations? The Lord. Who separated the nations? The Lord. The Lord did. Now, let me let me let me let me put this bridge together. For as much as the brother goodbye was, was just now bringing out about, um, they want that in Mississippi they want to bring back the Jim Crow laws, and you can have a lot of lot of lot of, lot of black and brown people have have uh, be very emotional um, about this legislation, going contrary to what the Bible says, going contrary to what the what God did from the very beginning in the book of Genesis. The 11th chapter um, of God separated the nations. He didn't integrate the nations. God separated the nations. When Christ comes back, what is Christ going to do? He's going to gather all nations, and then he's going to separate them one from another. Segregation. And doing the will of God. Now, if that's how God did things from the very beginning, he separated the nations. And then Christ, in the end, when he comes back and doing the will of God and starting to get things back right on earth and God's order is going to separate the nations, then how, much, how many Israelites, how many of our people have been fighting for integration? How many people are fighting and, and have shed their blood to integrate? Following Martin Luther King's dream, as far as, as he has a dream, that one day little black boys and little white girls um, Jews and Gentiles will all get together and see an old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. And following Martin Luther King's dream, that part of his dream, and, and, and this thing called integration, and have fought hard for it, blood, sweat, and tears, died for it, integration. But we just read what? Three scriptures? Gone. Well, Actually, go contrary to Martin Luther King's speech and the frame of mind that he put our people in. <laughs> that now, when we come back and read the Bible about God's will, mm-hmm. we're seeing that Martin Luther King and for everybody who's been pushing that agenda, you're actually sinning against God. You're actually going against God. That from Matthew, it was three, three scriptures. We were in Matthew twenty-five thirty-one. That when Christ comes back, he's going to gather the nation and he's going to separate them one from another. Then we came oh. back to Genesis 10, verse 32, that by these were the nations, um, uh, this is how the earth was, was populated, and that God separated them um, into their different nations. That was Genesis 10, verse 32. Then we read Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 through 8 or 9, about how man's idea was to gather together, build the Tower of Babel, and God and the angels came down and divided the languages so we would be scattered, so the nations would be separate. The nation will be divided. 
Now, for us to come back now from what we read in First John chapter 1, verse 8 through 10, and we as Israelites and, and the people of God are going to say that we got no sin, that, that, that we've been forgiven for our sins, but yet we've been pushing the idea of integration. And we, we're, we're going to, there's going to be so many black and brown people mad and, and, and going to the polls and this ain't right, this is unjust, um, and, 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 and going through all types of, 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 of changes and protests. Don't you understand you're fighting against God? Don't you understand that whole notion of integrating? You're fighting against God? And the answer is no. People don't realize that because that would mean that they're wrong. And that, that they want to enjoy all the liberties and all the, all the, the privileges of what it means to be an American citizen but forget what it means to be an Israelite. And forget the privileges and, and, and the blessing that God promised the Israelites for obeying his law, obeying his will, obeying his judgment, doing things his way. And we're, we're not going to get to the point, we're not going to come to the point where we're going to realize that, yes, I, I did, I had believed in Martin Luther King's dream because I learned it from my parents. Because my parents told me about segregation, what it was like for them. But now for me to enjoy the life I'm, I'm enjoying now, that I can live wherever I want to live within the city for the most part. I can, I can, I've got an education. So I can be looked at as I am a person. I'm not just a slave. I'm not just a, 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 a sharecropper. I'm not just a nigger. I'm not just in the ghetto. That I'm an entrepreneur. I've got money. I've got bank accounts. I've got cars. I've got houses. I've, I've got these, all these type of things. That I'm not a nigger. I'm an American. And this is the greatest country on the planet. You don't realize you're sinning with all that. All that whole mentality, you're sinning against God. God separated the nations. God, and then God came back and told the Israelites as part of the contract, part of the covenant he made with us, for us to be what? Us to be holy. And what does the word holy mean? Be separate. For the Israelites to be separate from the other nations. Let's get that one real quick. Uh, as, as that, that scripture just came to mind. Uh, if you want to expound while I find the scripture, I would appreciate it. Let me look for it. Time. Time. So, so basically, the the, the 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 focal point of the the scriptures that we're going over is not going. It, it we're, we're learning the difference between what the truth is and what the truth. What, what the Heavenly Father truly wants from us, but we want to give him our opinion of what we think is right, not what's right in the scripture. We want to give our, or, or work iniquity, which is work our opinions about how we feel, what our emotions are, you know, stating that that's what's important and not the will of the Heavenly Father, but our emotions and our impulses and, and our wants, you know, bringing out the fact that we, we want to – go ahead. Go ahead. And, 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 and going along with what you're bringing out, where did we learn that integration was important or necessary? From our parents. From our grandparents, and that they pushing all that 
because they, they, they did, were the ones coming out of slavery. They were the ones coming out of sharecropping. They, were, they are the ones who fought in the civil rights movement and did have the dogs attack, uh, um, 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 attack them and did, and did have the crosses burnt and went through the lynchings. And because they went through those experiences and gave them an emotional um, um, PTSD, if you will, that now they've given us their opinion and passed on to us the importance now of education, the importance now of voting, the importance now of segregation, of the, the integrating, uh, I'm not saying of integration, the, um, the integrating of, of professional sports teams, the integrating of, um, uh, of, of business. That look at what that supposedly look at what this is done for black people now, and that now we 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 have more rights as American citizens than we did back in in the beginning of the 1900s. We're still social on the social economic bottom of the ladder, but we have this illusion that because we're not sharecropping, we have this illusion that that um, uh, we're not uh, in, in chattel slavery. Then now we're doing better for ourselves. But how many people now are, are, are working jobs, and they give you right at like 35, 38 hours so you don't get full-time, so they don't have to give you benefits? How many people are working temp jobs right now? Huh. How many people in, in, in one household, you have to have two, three, four different incomes coming in just to make, sustain yourself? To this very day, but you got this notion that you're free. No, we're actually fighting against God to keep trying to push and force integration. But that's what, that's why I said. Let's go to uh, Leviticus chapter twenty, we'll start verse twenty-two. Huh. Let's go to Leviticus chapter twenty, we'll start verse twenty-two. Leviticus chapter twenty and verse twenty-two reads. Ye shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my judgments and do them, that the land, whither I bring you to dwell therein, spew you not out. I mean, this, this, this is black and white, but I know a lot of people we don't like to read or be told that we're wrong or that our parents are wrong or our grandparents are wrong. But damn, ye shall therefore keep all my statutes. This is God talking. We should keep all God's statutes, meaning all his laws and all his judgments, all of his opinions. How does God judge things and do them, God's laws, and keep God's opinion in dealing with his judgments? Um, that the land, whether I bring you to dwell therein, speak you not out. That I'm bringing you to the promised land. I'm bringing, the Lord's bringing the Israelites to the promised land. Do all my statutes and my judgments or you will be kicked off this land. Verse 23. Son, and ye shall not walk in the manners of the nation, which I cast out before you, for they committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. And we're being given a warning. Do not walk in the manners, the culture of the nation, which I cast out before you. For they committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. If y'all gonna do the same things that they're doing, you're gonna catch the same fate. 
This is a warning that, that, that we was given before we came to the promised land. Reading on. 24, but I have said unto you, ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated other people. I don't, I'm, again, when we read black and white, reading, this is what God said to the Israelites. I have separated you from other people. I, I don't, in this rush to want to be integrated with everybody else, we don't. We really don't put it together that that pisses God off. And for how much energy and how much spirit, how much blood has been shed for integration? We have fought tirelessly and shed our own blood to integrate. When God said, "What I have separated you from other people." But do we feel bad? Is there a, a, a feeling of, of, of sorrow or repentance when it comes up? No, it's a feeling of anger. But what have white people done to me? Why, why, why is it like that? that that's, that, that's some old KKK teachings. That's racist. That's wrong. We, we get caught up into, into this mentality, and, and then we want to blame God. And unfortunately, there's many people that want to take that same notion to the grave, that they're going to fight for integration and not segregation. And not really understand that you've been fighting against God this whole time. My parents have been fighting against God this whole time. My grandparents have been fighting against God this whole time. To be taught that it's about getting an education, getting a degree um, uh, uh, from a high school diploma to a, to a college degree, that that's going to make you a better American. Not a better Israelite, not a better father of God, but it's going to put you as a, a better American citizen so you can enjoy everything that America's got to give as a citizen of these United States of America. God bless America. Go ahead and be an entrepreneur. Make your money. Get your money. And that means can't nobody tell you nothing. You can be prideful, arrogant, haughty, because you got yours. You got your money. Can't nobody tell you nothing. You get yourself a gun. And if anybody tries to tell you anything, you use your gun. You use your Second Amendment right, the right to bear arms. And then nobody tell you that you can't do what you want to do in, 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 in the land of the free, the home of the brave. Do, 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 do. I had to do it. It just sounded like. <laughs> I, I, wish I, I, I wish I was quick with, with, with being able to download music. I, I, I play a Whitney Houston <laughs> God bless America. With a with a hard salute. Standing <laughs> tall. <laughs> got, got my gig line straight and everything, even though I wear civilian clothes. I, 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 that, come on, come on. <laughs> you got the collar, the collar line lined up with the belt to the zipper. 
Yes. <laughs> and if I didn't have a tie on, even though I'm wearing a T-shirt, I'm going to put a tie on. Right. Yeah, <laughs> said he's separated from other people. But the, when these are brought out, again, do we feel bad? No. We're ready to fight, argue, and debate and get mad at people who bring stuff like this out. Because that means that so my, my degree, when it comes to God, don't mean shit. No, it really doesn't. But what if I've, I'm an entrepreneur. I don't have any degrees, but look how many we put all these businesses together and make money. I make money. And, 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 and no, God don't give a damn about that. But when this comes out, again, there's not a feeling of repentance from, from, from us. We're just like, okay, well, I'll stop. Even though I don't really agree with it, I guess I'll stop it. I guess. But I, I, I don't see what's wrong with it. God said he separated the Israelites, but we have steadily been fighting to integrate, to be a part of. But there's no sorrow. There's no repentance. There's no damn. My parents taught me this, this madness. My grandparents taught them this madness. And there's no, no confessing that or admitting to that or, or owning up to that. It's, I ain't did no sin. I ain't did no wrong. We were just living in, in the time we were living in, and that, that's just what it is. So I'm not going to sit there and, and, and uh, for everything they fought for to make sure I have something, everything they fought for to do this, that, or whatever, that I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going uh, to – I'm just going to turn my back on it. Cool. You understand by you taking that mentality, you're turning your back on God. You understand that, right? That where God said he separated, you and your family and my family have been fighting to integrate. That's against God. That's a sin. That's a transgression. That's an iniquity against God. But uh, do we feel bad about it? No, I ain't did nothing wrong. I don't see what's wrong with it. And that has us at enmity with God. That's why James, the fourth chapter says, whosoever will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. First John 15, love not the world. The other things that are in the world, St. John 17 and uh, 5, I pray not. I pray for them. I pray not for the world. This is what the Bible says, but we're stuck on stupid. And then unless I actually come and read the scripture and show what the Bible says, now this, this is an occult. Now we don't understand. Now we're just cold. We're just robots. We got no feelings. Again, this is why we're supposed to be studying to show ourselves approved to God, uh, a worker who needs not to be ashamed, right, divided word of the truth. If we're studying and actually now doing the will of God, like he said in Matthew chapter 7, we're actually doing God's will, we ain't got to be ashamed when Christ gets back here. Reading on, please, sir, verse 25. Con, Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 25 reads, Ye shall therefore put difference between clean beasts and unclean, and between unclean fowls and clean, and ye shall not make your souls abominable by beast or by fowl or by any manner of living thing that creepeth on the ground, which I have separated from you as unclean. Uh, I, 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 reading on. 
and ye shall be holy unto me. For I, the Lord, am holy and have severed you from other people, that ye should be mine. That you should be mine. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Can you woo, 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 woo? Can you woo, 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 woo? That's some Jeffrey Osborne for y'all. <laughs> that the Israelites are supposed to be holy unto me. And again, the word holy, you go look it up, it means to be separated. It means to be sanctified and separated. We're supposed to be separated unto God. For I, the Lord, am holy. Because God is separate. He's not like the other nation or the other gods or the other nations. And God said, what to the Israelites? And have severed you from other people. Should we get the definition of of severed? Because that's an extreme, that's an extreme word, bro. (laughs) Severed. Let's get it. I'm just gonna put this in the background. Chris, if you could only take one supplement to Why 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 you get that? Why you get that? Having, having been cut. Uh, which dictionary you in? Uh, which uh, which dictionary? Oh, um, oh, I need to be in the Miriam, right? The uh, the eighteen. But that, that's what I like. But but if you got some good ones, huh. bring it. No, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna. Let's see, I got here. You should be mine. Can you bring you one? <laughs> you got to fortify my love. You fortify me. Can you woo woo woo? Can you woo woo woo? Oh my. Okay, sir, I got I got thundered. As in, bring, 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 bring it out and explain it. Uh, uh, to be sundered is completely the connection completely destroyed. Or you know, if you if you put someone to death, like cut them asunder, that means to split them in half. Extreme, it's an extremely uh, destructive cut or slice, dissevered. Parted, dissociated, dissociated, meaning you are extremely apart or separated 
if we're dealing with the nation and Israel. So that's that's an extreme. The, the scripture says above to be separated to tell the difference between the clean and the unclean. The difference. Split, divided, disjoined, uncoupled. Damn. Which are really the is which is really the the foundation of. I know there's going to be some people that get emotional, <laughs> but the Jim Crow laws. Kind. <laughs> you fortify me. <laughs> hey. You know, the nigga in this video is, is, is Tamok, uh, um, uh, Bruce Lee Boy. Oh, shit. Uh, not Bruce Leroy. Oh, yeah, Bruce Leroy, right? Is it, is it Bruce Leroy? Yes. <laughs> Show enough. Not, not sure enough. <laughs> but Bruce Leroy, yes. Right. <laughs> right. This nigga up in, in this song, Dance with the White Woman, talking about, can you woo, woo, woo. Come on, man. <laughs> We, we just totally just just changed that up. So so he tell he's telling the so called white woman that she should be his <laughs> in, in, instead of <laughs> us belonging to the heavenly father. It's <laughs> okay. Kind, kind, kind. Kind. I'm about to go ahead and just place in the background. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's go back and read the scripture again. But I'm playing this in the background. Y'all can get mad at me if you want. We we play this in the background. <laughs> okay. We're in Leviticus uh How, twenty, I right? I wish I could this right now. I wish I could upload this right now. Damn. <laughs> 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 um. And going and going to uh to the to the to my dictionary here. Um yeah. I lost my I lost the I lost my place. Uh Leviticus uh um uh twenty five uh twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six, yeah. Fine. Okay. Leviticus chapter twenty and verse twenty six <clears throat> reads And ye shall be holy unto me. For I, the Lord, am holy and have severed you from other people that ye should be mine. <laughs> that ye should be mine. And, <laughs> Fortify my love. <laughs> I 
I'm, I'm, I'm having fun with this right now. This is we're reading God's feelings and what God is saying to the nation of Israel. In a similar essence of what Jeffrey Osborne's song is, is, is saying, and we reject God for our own goddamn feelings and the shit that our parents taught us and our grandparents taught us. And then we want to act like we ain't did nothing wrong against God. God forbid we go ahead now and get into the history of how God – remember, we're reading Leviticus chapter 26, verse, verse – I'm sorry. We're reading Leviticus chapter 20, verse 26. God is telling us this before we go into the promised land, not to be like the nations, not to associate with the nations, not to join league with the, with the nations, not to partake in any of the manners of the other nations because God has separated us, has severed us, cut us asunder, divided, broke the tie, uncoupled us, from other nations. And what's the first thing we did as Israelites getting to the promised land? The exact opposite of what God said. We ran to the nations, embraced the nations, embraced their ways, ate their food, partook in their customs. Like we still do to this day. But we have the audacity to walk around like I ain't did nothing wrong. I ain't did nothing wrong because I'm, I'm following my feelings. God, forget your word. Forget your feelings that you have for the nation of Israel. I'm going to follow my feelings. I want to be integrated. I want to be with America. I want to be accepted here. I want what my parents taught me to be right. I want my grandparents taught me to be right. I want my college professors and my high school teachers, what they taught me, I want that to be right because I put in a lot of work to get to the position I'm in. But did I study to see this what God wanted? Hell no, I didn't. But now let the, let the scriptures come out, let the Bible come out, and all of a sudden now there's issues, there's problems, and I don't know if I really want to be a part of this type of thing. You, you, you act like you're saying something new that Israel ain't been saying to God since the day we came out of Egypt. We didn't want a part of God. People throw that shit up like it's a weapon. Like this supposed to make you back up off of me. And as if you're saying something new. This is what the nation of Israel has been saying and doing from the time we came out of Egypt. We've had that same mentality. It's funny how when you train a dog, when you're probably training a dog, if a dog, if you're probably training a dog, and a, and a dog uses the bathroom on the carpet or inside the house, you rub a dog's face in that in in that doo-doo, and that type of training does what? It teaches the dog, don't crap in here. You rub the dog's face into it, and the dog learns. We can understand when it comes to an animal, but for God to do the same thing to us, we're like, but do you know who I am? I, uh, uh. We, and we, 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 we feel like we're allowed to take it so personal, and because it, it, it attacks our feelings and how we feel, that we're justified in what the hell we do. 
But we've been doing this against God, this same type of BS mentality, since we came out of Egypt some 3,500 years ago. Some 3, 000, over, over 3,500 years ago, we, we've been had this mentality, and we refuse to be, be broken. Even now, coming after the slavery here in the Americas, come after the, the Holocaust of the American um, uh, slave trade, of the American conquest, even after all this, we still got this thing in our head. We still going to do what we want to do, and we're going to make God accept it. He has accepted the past 3,500 years. What the hell makes us think he's going to accept it now? Because now I come back, I know I'm an Israelite, because now I'm just saying, Jesus Christ, I say, Yahawashai or Yahashua. Because now I put a fringe on. Because now I, 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 come on. We refuse to change our mentality. And we refuse to feel sorry that, yes, damn, we've been going wrong against God. Everything we've been doing here in America has been against God. But I ain't, I ain't gonna let anybody make me feel sorry for that. This is how, how it was. And if you're gonna try to make me feel sorry, then the hell with you. You need to keep yourself moving. You really have no empathy. You don't have time to understand what I've been through as a person. Isaiah chapter one, sir. Todd, were, were you gonna say anything? I'm, 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 I'm trying to keep myself no, no. even killed. Todd, no, um, I'm, I'm, you, you, you pretty much. That's the that's the whole point. We 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 have to start looking at ourselves like that. That's the examination that we need to go through. Someone needs to show our people as a nation how to repent and to get off of this we're we're a victim and we need our reparations so that we can live here and change that to preparing to leave this place because the heavenly father made us separate anyway and we need to all get in the frame of mind of the will that of what the Heavenly Father wants for us and stop being so caught up in what we want. Obviously, what we want isn't good for us. As you went through all of the, the dogs, been having dogs sicked on us. Big ass powerful water hoses and beatings, lynchings. I mean, it was just a few years ago that they 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 drug one of us down the road till till our our whole body was consumed like like an eraser. I mean, if that's not rubbing our faces in it. No, <laughs> this, this is not what we want. But off of our impulses and our emotions, you know, we we want to offer what what we want. It, it it really is like almost been in the spirit of in the spirit of Cain. We 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 want to offer what we think 
the have what we want the heavenly Father to take from us, not the acknowledgement that we are disobedient and that we are truly sorry and sincerely repent. We want to act as if we're owed something because of the punishment that we deserve. And that's all I have to say about that on that subject. Con, con, con. Uh, Isaiah 118. Con, Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18 reads, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Hold on one second. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Because I, <laughs> I, I I know that song, <laughs> and 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 you know that that that's perfect. That's perfect for for the frame of mind that we hold as a nation towards the Heavenly Father. That it's not our fault. It's 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 not our fault. It's 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 in it's in the spirit of remember from Boys in the Hood. Um, when I, when I, when Ice Cube said, uh, "Well, why that that there is no there is no uh, there is no no God because if there was or if the that God doesn't love us is actually what he said. God don't love us because if he did, why would he have let us you know kill each other? Why are we going through what we're going through? Because you know obviously it it. It's not our fault. God just, he, you know, he, he just punishes us and, and, and doesn't care, you know, and, and and has turned his, you know, he, he doesn't care about black people, <laughs> about about the nation of Israel. He don't, he don't care. No, it's because it is our fault because we didn't, we were disobedient to him. I continue to be. Con. We continue but. to be. <laughs> Time. <laughs> <laughs> 
on, you damn well, you you know damn well you did it, <laughs> and some more, as my mom would say. Besides that, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so if we can read Isaiah chapter one and verse eighteen one more time, please. Time. Isaiah chapter one and verse eighteen reads: Come now, and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet. They shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So Christ, this, this is what the Most High saying has, has been saying to the nation. All right, check it out. Look, y'all have done wrong. Remember, it, 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 as if your, your sins are like scarlet. Now, you know, red, red dye is, 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 is the hardest stain to remove out, out, of, out, of, uh, out of anything. Red dye is the hardest stain to remove. So Christ, the Most High is telling us here, come now and let us reason together. I'm, Most High is ready to reason with the nation of Israel. Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zimmer, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gab, Reuben, Asher, Dalian, Issachar. He's ready to reason with us. He says, look, though your sins be as scarlet, they should be white as snow. Though they be, though they be red like crimson, like blood, they shall be as wool. I'll, I'll, I'll wipe it all out. Yes. As we started to read uh, yesterday, that in God's eyes, the nation of Israel is supposed to be his wife, that we have had sex with strangers under every green tree on all the mountains and hills of Israel. Not just one mountain, of all the mountains and hills. The way God looks at us, that's how many lovers we've had instead of him and how we have adopted and, been, and, 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 and loved and partook and pushed and, and uh, experienced the, the cultures and the ways of the other nations. He says, matter of fact, we, we didn't read it yesterday, but God says, like, yeah, you're not even a good prostitute. He said, at least a prostitute gets paid to, to, to sleep around with other, with, 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 with other men. Y'all give gifts to your lovers. Y'all pay people to lay down with you. As I was going through this yesterday, and, and again, I'm, I'm trying not to go there. God, God says we stood on the street corner and literally had our legs spread open on the street corner and said that whoever walked by, his it was. We're supposed to be his wife, representing him. But the way we take hold and love and show loyalty to everybody but our husband, God is like, you, you, you. Anybody that walks by and has an idea, you're ready to get down with it. Like a woman ready to have sex with anybody. Anybody can just walk up and have sex with, with, with us as defiled or whatever as, 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 it, as it wants to be. And that's how loyalists we are to the most high, unto God. And we dare go ahead and still wipe our mouths like I ain't did nothing wrong. It's not my fault. And we've been doing this type of, 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 of we've been doing this for the past thirty five hundred years. And we're gonna sit here and still try and find fault with God? We're gonna sit here and still try and find fault with the scriptures. He said, You have a harlot's forehead. You think like a damn harlot. 
He's ready to reason with us. But that requires us confessing. That requires us confessing our sins and our iniquities and transgressions and our fathers, grandparents, anybody we looked up to, their iniquities, sins, and transgressions. That for whatever the hell it is we've been doing, we've been wrong. That's the reason God wants to have with us. Not that, okay, well, I've already been a sinner, so I'm going to keep sinning, so are you going to accept me now? That's what modern Christianity teaches, that since Jesus died on the cross, I'm allowed to keep living my life, my best life. I'm allowed to keep thinking the way I'm thinking, doing the way I'm doing. All I got to do is say the name of Jesus, get slapped in the head, dip in some water, brought back up, say the name of Jesus, and now I can live and do whatever the hell I want to do because I say the name Jesus? Or Yahweh Shai? Uh, verse, uh, Isaiah 118, one, one more time, please, sir. <clears throat> time. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18 reads, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Read on. If ye be willing and obedient, Ye shall eat the good of the land. Did, did anybody catch that huge ass word? <laughs> the oh, <laughs> obedient. No, it's. Oh. <laughs> Con. That's the stipulation again. Con. And then we're coming just in Hebrew. I mean, to be, be in agreement. God's ready to reason with us, make our sins while it's known, forget about it, wipe it out, if we be willing and obedient. So a lot of times we wonder how come our past keeps being brought up, things we've done being brought up. We don't understand that we're starting to slip back into them old mindsets again. So as much as I keep trying to slip back into those old mindsets again, those old familiar spirits, that, yeah, God's going to remind you that this was disgusting. You were off. You were wrong. But we want to find every excuse why we're not wrong, but why we're right, because I'm just going by my feelings. It really, it, 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 it. You know, some some parents be dealing with their kids, and it seems like every other day the kids are getting some type of trouble. I'm I'm, I'm talking I'm talking I'm gonna go middle school. I'm gonna say elementary because because elementary they're they're, they're they're learning. That's they're cool. I'm talking about in middle school. You get to middle school, 
and every day there's something going on every single day, and, and, and you want to beg and plead with, 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 with your child, can you go a, a week without a phone call, without some type of, of disturbance, without something wrong? Can you go a week? I'm getting called down to the school every other day. I'm getting a letter from, from, from a note sent home, something, and now we have emails every other day about something else you did. Can you go a damn week? Can you just submit to the rules for a week? And then, yeah, from a week, can we now make it two weeks? And in three weeks, but it's got to be every other damn day. Those parents that have experienced this, and if you match that type of feeling with what the Most High is talking about, I'm, God says he's ready to reason, but we have to be willing and obedient. Not, not today's modern thing of reasoning that now we're supposed to compromise that, yeah, okay, we're going to let you keep doing what the hell you want to do, that we got to make sure we, we give, let you have space and time to do the hell you want to do. That's not how God works. That's not God's judgment. That's not how God judges things. That's not, that's not how God operates. He's ready to forget, wipe it out, let it be gone, if we're willing and obedient. And I'm going to say the key word there being willing Not doing it out of, out of uh, restraint I see the wrong I'm doing We see the wrong we've been doing And that we're willing to do it right now We want to do it right now We've been wrong From there, let's go to Isaiah chapter 43. We're <clears throat> verses 24 through 26. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 24 through 26. Time. Isaiah chapter 43, uh, verse 23. 20, 24. 24 uh, through 26. Reads, Thou hast bought me no sweet cane with money, Neither hast thou filled me with the fat of thy sacrifices, but thou hast made me to serve with thy sins. Thou hast wearied me with thine iniquities. So, I, this, yeah, so this, this, this is what the Father is saying as far as reasoning. We always want to be, be the ones that always have the last word and make sure we run our, our, run our mouths and justify why we, because of how we felt, that's why we did what we did, and he needs to be, he needs to be more patient. He needs to be more understanding. But in, in the reasoning, this is what God is saying when it comes to his reasoning. He says, look, you ain't brought me no sweet cane with money. You ain't made no sacrifice. You ain't gone out your way for me at all. This is what the Lord is saying to the nation of Israel. You haven't gone out your way for a damn thing. Neither hast thou, how, neither hast thou filled me with the fat of thy sacrifices. You ain't bring me the best of what you got to offer. Everybody else gets your best. 
But when it comes to the most high, we give him the minimum and then get mad like, why is he tripping? He knows I got to work. He knows I got to do this. He knows I got to do that. So why is he mad and upset that I can give my total attention, my total loyalty, my total attention to what it is I find important? But for him, it should be just enough that don't I look, don't I at least do this? Don't I at least do that? But when it comes to something that I find important, I, it's going to get my best. When it comes to something I find important, I ain't going to be late for those things, but let it be time for class. Let it be time for the most high. Let it be time for doing what the most high wants. I'm going to get around to it. I'll get there. And when I get there, you should be happy that I at, least, at least I showed up. But as far as now, God is looking at this, is looking at this whole thing. You give everything and everyone else your best. But when it comes to the most high, our husband, uh, 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 but then the most high says here, again, in, in the middle of verse 24, but thou hast made me serve with thy sins. I got to put up with your shit. I got to put with your thinking and your attitudes. You make me serve your sin. And then the most I says, thou hast wearied me with thine iniquities. Again, going out to send them for iniquities, opinions. We wear God out with our opinions. That now it's about how come God or somebody does consider what we're going through and what we're feeling. But it's never about us considering how does God feel? How is God looking at us? Verse 25, sir. Time. I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake. And will not remember thy sin. He's saying, "Look here, look, look here. I, I, I'm doing this for my own sake because I, I, if I keep looking at uh, 50 yard MFSR, he said, "Look, I'm going to, I'm going to blot out your sins. I'm going to blot, blot out the, the, the transgression for my own sake. But you got to do your part. We, we got to do our part." We have to be willing and obedient. We, we got to be willing to confess that we have been going contrary and wrong against God. And for everybody we follow, from our parents, our grandparents, and anybody else, they've been wrong. And we have been following them with extreme loyalty, with extreme dedication, with extreme devotion, and haven't given God a, a quarter, an eighth, a sixteenth, a thirty-second, a sixty-fourth of that type of attention. Verse 26. Con, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. He said, put me in remembrance. We always want God to remember what we've gone through and how bad we've had it and, 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 and how traumatized we are. But God is saying what here in verse 26? Put me in remembrance. Why don't you think about what I've been through? And we just think that's just the most audacious like, oh, my God, 
think about what God's been through, but you're God. What about what I've been through? What about how much I've suffered? What about everything that, that, that's happened to me? But God is saying, look, you put that on yourself. Why don't you put me in remembrance that for all the times you, you played the harlot, the hoe, you gave my gold to your lovers. Everything that, I, that, that was special to me that I gave to you, you gave to everybody else. You shared with every nigga in the damn hood. But now you'll come back and, and now it's about what you've been through. And let me start to bring up what you did. I'll say all the chairs, all the yelling, all the debate. You get to walk out the goddamn door like 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 you fed up with it. Killed my son for you niggas. I put Christ to death for you, MFs. But we can't remember that, can we? It's about you. Still feeling you need to come and let we need to let God know what I've been through. How much I've given. I give my everything to you, God. Get the hell out of here, man. God said, if we're gonna reach together, yeah, we have to do what? God says, put me in remembrance. Is this about reasoning and I'm gonna forgive your sins? I'm gonna forgive your transgressions. I'm going to give you iniquities. Can you at least put me in remembrance? What, what, what I've done for your ass already? And for us is that to even consider that, hell no. Again, verse 26. One more time, sir. Con. <clears throat> Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 26 reads, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. Okay, so, so why don't you put me in remembrance and then talk about how you justify for, for all the bullshit you've done. See how much grace and mercy and, that, and, and pardon I've already given you for your, your whorish mindset. Your bitch-ass ways, your stubbornness, your stiff-neckedness. You've you've had you made love under on every, under every green tree in Israel. You've had a sex partner. Why don't you think about that before you try before you try and come and justify what the hell it is you do and how you do and how you think? Then we're gonna reason together. Let's go to First Samuel twelve and seven. First Samuel chapter twelve or seven. Now I am kind of cherry picking this this verse, but let's let's get it. First uh, Samuel chapter twelve or seven. First Samuel chapter twelve and verse seven reads: Now therefore stand still, that I may reason with you before the Lord of all the righteous acts of the Lord, which He did to you and to your fathers. He says. So this is Samuel again speaking. He said, look, y'all, y'all, hold up, hold up, wait a minute, hold up. 
Y'all, y'all be still. S- sit your ass down for a minute. Just, just chill for a minute. You want to always talk about how, how, how much you sacrificed and how much you suffered and how much and you, you don't feel important, you don't feel special, you don't feel um, um, uh, loved by God. So Sam was like, man, sit down here. Hold up. And let me reason with you about all the righteous acts of the Lord, which he did to you and your fathers. What the hell did, y'all, did, did we do to deserve to be brought up out of Egypt? Not a damn thing. When we got out of Egypt, how much were we still bitching and complaining and ready to kill Moses, and we, we, we got us a captain. We put a captain to take us back to Egypt. God forgave. We heard the voice of God at Mount Sinai. We said, Moses, you speak to us. Don't ever let God speak to us again. We were scared out of our wits. And when God said, I'll be your God, I'll be your God if y'all obey me. And what did Israel say? All that the Lord has commanded, we will do. The nation said these things. And then what, what did we do 40 days later when Moses was up on the mountain to get the Ten Commandments? We made a golden calf talking about this is what brought us out of Egypt? Forty days? And God still forgave? Then he said, cool, Moses, check it out. All right. Man, send out uh, 12 spies. I wanted to go see the land that I have reserved for them. Even after y'all niggas have done this idolatry and done all this and complained already, Cool. I'm still gonna bring it to the promised land. Sit on some spies so they can see just how great and how massive and, and what I I have reserved for them. What did these ten niggas come back and do? Can't do it. Too much. We need to go back to Egypt. There's giants there. We're gonna let grasshoppers in the eyes. Uh, it's too much. We we, uh, we 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 can't never. It's never gonna happen. Even though we just saw the Egyptian army swallowed up in the Red Sea, even though we saw the the, the greatest kingdom on the planet at that time, the uh, kingdom uh, empire of Egypt. Destroy. Now I said, nope, God can't do this. God can't get us. We ain't going to get this. Nope. Nope. It's going to be too much work. We need to go back to Egypt. Joshua and Caleb. That God's trying to show us what he's going to bless us with, especially after he's destroying even a greater kingdom in Egypt, and we came back still bitching and complaining? We can go on and on and on and on. God says, don't offer no strange incense. So, uh, uh, what, what, what the sun's coming to do? Offer strange incense. Then, Dathan, Korah, gather up a, a, a whole whole crowd of Israelites, talk about Moses, why are you in charge? Ain't it often convenient that it's you and your brother are the ones in charge? Y'all the poorest family in Israel. The poorest, the poorest family among the Levites. I'm the richest family among the Levites. How come I'm not in charge? And if not, not Reuben, um, uh, Dathan, I believe. His family is the oldest son of Reuben. Reuben is the first son of Jacob. Dathan is the oldest of, of, of Reuben. How come he ain't in charge? Why do we got to follow you? 
what we read about the very first earthquake in the Bible, where God had to swallow up all them niggas that was coming against Moses, his servants, and he still forgave Israel. Uh, and even in that, he still gave 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 them niggas a choice. Still gave them a choice in the in in the mercy that he showed, even though. Twenty what was it twenty four thousand was was swallowed. The heavenly Father still gave them a choice. If you, those that want to follow the will of the heavenly Father, step to Moses' side, and those that wanted to go on their own iniquity, stay on the other side. Time. And and you know that that's reasoning, that was reasoning, <laughs> actually. Well, we made the choice. We want we want to go with this, this this checklist of how much we've been through and how much we've done, uh, and why, why we should be feel justified that if we want to follow other nations or be free or do this or whatever, we should be able to. That's okay. If that's how we're gonna reason. Then let me go ahead and bring you the list of shit I've done for y'all niggas. If that's what we're going to take it to. But now, to mention all that's been done for us, that's unreasonable. Now, that trumps all our complaints. So we ain't trying to deal with that or hear any of that. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 5. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 5. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 5 reads, Thus saith the Lord, what iniquity have your fathers found in me that they are gone far from me and have walked after vanity and are become vain? So the most part of that, we're going to reason again. That, 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 that's what we're going to do. We're going to reason. All right. I, I, can, I can really name this list of how much mercy, how much grace, how much uh, love and forgiveness I've extended to y'all niggas. I can do that. Now, Y'all tell God is saying, tell me what sin y'all found in me that y'all have decided your fathers and who, who you look up to, who you follow, that they've gone away from me and, be, and made themselves vain. And that they chose vanity, shit that's worthless, towards our relationship, and I become even more worthless. What iniquity? Just asking that question straight up. God, if you tell me what I've done wrong, that y'all really feel it's justified that you can just go do the hell you want to do and love who you want to love and get devotional you want to get devotional to. What has God done not to deserve our love and our loyalty? What has he done? What wrong has he done that he doesn't deserve our full attention, our full energy 
He wants to hear. What did he do? Don't talk about just what you've been through. We're supposed to explain to God what God did wrong besides choosing us, besides continually giving us more and more chances. What has God did wrong that we choose every other thing and, and anybody that walks by can have sex with us? We'll get our loyalty. We'll get our, 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 our full dedication. God wants to know what sin has he done? What wrong has he done that we treat him the way we treat him? And it has the audacity to wipe our mouths, to wipe our mouths like we ain't did nothing wrong. As we get ready to wind this up, let's go to Micah chapter six and verse two. Let's go to Micah chapter six and verse two. <coughs> Micah chapter 6 and verse 2 reads, Hear ye, O mountains, the Lord's controversy, and ye strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord hath a controversy with his people, and he will plead with Israel. God has a strong controversy has a controversy with us. And he said, send us to the mountains, which are never move, to the strong foundation that he has a controversy with this people people, and will plead with Israel. For all that God has done for the nation of Israel, for the Israelites, what has God done to us that we do not give him his full love, authority, and devotion? God wants to know. God wants to know, what has he done? That we can be as disloyal as we are and give God the minimum, and he better like it. Let's jump to chapter 7. Let's jump to chapter 7. Micah chapter 7, verse 18 and 19. Time. Micah chapter 7, starting at verse 18. Mm-hmm. Reads, who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? The other gods, re- for, for other gods, if it was Molech, where you, we literally, where people were literally burning the kids up, in, uh, um, literally burning the kids up in the fire. The original uh, Yule log, Christmas tree, those Yule logs, that was us actually literally setting our babies on fire for those gods during, during the wintertime. The pole dancing, no different than, than the maypole or, 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 or pole dancing, like in a strip club. All that, where you had to have sex in, in the champagne room before you fulfill your vow to, to the goddess, to Aphrodite or to Venus or whoever, to Asterisk to Easter, the fertility goddess. So, God, that, by the time you do all those things, how, you can't bring those kids back once they're dead already. A woman can't give back her virginity that she done gave away 
So the question is, so who who is a God like unto the Most High of Israel, the God of Israel, that pardons iniquity, that will pass by transgression of the remnant of his heritage, of the Israelites? If we would just come back now and confess and admit we've been wrong. So he retains not his anger forever because he delights in mercy. God delights in mercy. Are we going to just acknowledge and admit we have been wrong and everybody we've been following has been wrong? He's ready to show mercy. He, he's a merciful God. That's proven in the track record with the Israelites from the time we came out of Egypt up until now, until the time he sent Christ to die for us, to shed his blood for us. It's obvious God's full of mercy. It's obvious, but what excuse do we have? What excuse do we have? Verse 19. Time. Micah chapter 7 and verse 19 reads, He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. And thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Damn. God's ready to do this, but we can't acknowledge and just admit what the, that we've been wrong? We've got that much pride, that much we have that much hatred for God that we just won't confess and admit we've been wrong, everything we've been following has been wrong. And, and, you, and you know what we um, I, I didn't read the, the, the end of 18 sir I'm, I'm sorry um, do what you gotta do do what you gotta do Con, um, at, the, at the bottom of, of the, the 18th verse it says he retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy and uh, you know I, bring it up I, I just that that's a that's that's a that's a, a powerful uh Precept, because of even even after all the things that we've done, being stubborn, disobedient, rebellious, uh, whoremongers, or you know, the trashiest, <laughs> he still lets us know that he's not going to retain his anger forever. He's not even holding a grudge, and he delights in the mercy that he that he's given us, which we know that mercy is something that we don't even deserve. That's what the definition of mercy is, that you're giving something, you're given something that you don't deserve, something, you know, and still he will turn again. He will have compassion on us even though that's all he's had on us, forgiveness and long-suffering and compassion. And we'll cast all our sins into the depths, into the depths of the sea. We don't even know how deep that is, but that basically is forget, forget about it. All we got to do is acknowledge and confess. Tom. 
The last one, Isaiah 44:22. Isaiah chapter 44 and verse 22 <clears throat> reads, I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions and as a cloud thy sins. Return unto me, for I have redeemed thee. Damn. He said like a thick cloud. He's ready to blot us out our sins and that looks like a thick cloud. But we got to do our part. We got to do our part. But like, like Christ did tell us also, he that loveth father, mother, sister, wife, more than me, ain't worthy of me. This is what it's coming down to. This really is what it comes down to. It's, going to be, it's not enough that we just say Jesus Christ or we say Yahweh Shai or Yeshua or what have you. That's not enough. It's not enough that I might put on some fringes. I might understand now that the Saturday is the Sabbath and not Sunday. Um, and now since doing Christmas, I do Hanukkah. Um, instead of Easter, I do I do the Passover. That that's just not enough. Where is the feeling sorry for what we've done? Where's the acknowledging that everybody we followed and 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 gave our devotion to, our loyalty to, and following their directions? Their influences has been against God. Like what the brother's bringing out about this, this Jim Crow laws about to repass again, legally passed, and how you have so many black black and brown people about to lose their goddamn minds because he's gonna remind them, "You're slaves, niggas. You're slaves. This is not your land." God has a land that he reserved for us. It's called the land of Israel, the fertile crescent. Cool. Well, the bar. got anything? Recap or what um, have you? Con, um, recap is um, as, as, as a nation – on a wide scale, we we need to get into the frame of mind that um, salvation is 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 has to has to be earned, and the way to earn it is by doing His will and acknowledging first acknowledging that we we have been out of order for over um, I believe what was it thirty thirty five hundred years. <laughs> 3,500 years uh, and still going strong as far as our, our, our rebelling and, and, and not wanting to be obedient and giving, giving all of our love, all of our strength into serving the Heavenly Father, which is really what he deserves. Stop half-assing it as, as a nation. And, and feeling like we're we're the ones that are owed something, or come out of the mind frame of of 
came in giving what we wanted to give, not what is required for us to receive the blessings of 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 salvation and then the land of milk and honey and 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 everything that's been reserved for us to come out of that mind frame that Cain had that's what got Cain into 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 the, the issues we need to recognize the stipulations that we can't we can't just say oh lord oh lord 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 and and expect that that's all that is needed in order for us to um, be blessed by the heavenly Father and 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 receive the salvation, that that's that's just not going to cut it. And until we do that, until we do that as a nation, um, we're going to be here and have been here for a very long time. We need to we need to recognize the stipulations and start coming through with the stipulations that the that the Heavenly Father requires of us, which is the acknowledgement, the repentance, the 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 true worship and being separated, being holy and also true which brings us to the you know the scripture to that we worship him in spirit and in truth John 424 um that pretty much is 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 the recap of of uh the edification that I that I've received on 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 this class and have been receiving throughout the you know the weeks that we've been going over uh what salvation is now, you know, have great edification and understanding on what we now need, what we now need to do and actually should have been doing, what is it, a year ago? <laughs> I'm not going to go there, but um, just in recognizing the stipulations that, that, that are required for salvation and, and, and um it's the sooner we get to acknowledging and repenting and serving the heavenly father and being obedient um that will be when we will we can actually say that you know we are we are saved because that's when he's going to come and he's not going to come until that is that is done so that goes back to you what you said at the beginning of the class that no no one no one is saved yet no one has no one is saved yet and until we 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 follow through with these stipulations of the heavenly father um we won't be delivered so y'all better know that <laughs> that's all i have to say sir all right kind 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 all right, um, for everybody who did get a chance to tune in, we, we thank you for, uh, for tuning in. Um, tonight is Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night. Uh, what is this, Wednesday, uh, March? March no, 9th, it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it's okay. Thursday. Was it, it's Thursday? Time. Oh, oh, 
thank you for that because I'm about to reschedule the show. Yeah, it's Thursday. Much hey, forgive me. All right, cool. Um, uh, I do believe that ISBHPK um, Norfolk uh, has a YouTube class tonight. If you want to ca- uh, catch that, and that'll be, um, I believe it's 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. ISBHPK uh, Norfolk. If you want to uh, catch them out tonight uh, on, on the YouTube uh, YouTube class. Uh, we will return with another ISBHBK podcast uh, tomorrow night. Um, it is going to be the Brother Bonabod, uh, uh will be holding it down from Albuquerque, or uh, me and Gabar just hold it down again uh, tomorrow night starting at 7, um, uh, uh, continuing uh, the class schedule and, and everything. Um, for anybody who, who might tune in and if you have any questions, please text me. Right, I'm going to tell you right now, if – if you're not in my contacts and, and you call me, I'm not picking up, okay? But if you text me and uh, uh, your question, whatever, uh, we can start a dialogue at uh, Erico 210-784-8463. Again, if you've got any questions or any of the classes or anything that, 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 um, that we're going over, please hit me up at Erico 210-784-8463. Text me. If, 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 if I get a number I do not recognize, it's not already in my contacts, I'm not picking it up. Right? Um, I'm not dealing with, with a lot of just um, anybody who just wants to get on and just debate. That's not that's not what I'm I'm I'm, I'm that, that I'm not that's not I'm not the one. Right? I'm not, I'm not going there. But um, need further, some further explanation about anything we, we might be covered if we're going over. Again, test me first. What your question is? Uh, Erico two one zero seven eight four eight four six three, and I will get back to you um, uh, as, as I possibly can. Uh, with that, again, tune in tomorrow night. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, as it's going to be a, a Bundabod's Bible Breakdowns or uh, me and uh, Gabar, if he's available, we're just going to continue on with this class of uh, this series uh, dealing with biblical salvation. So with that, my name is Mashallah. My name is Gabar Kawal. And for IFBHBK Bible Talk, we would like to say Shalom. Shalom. In my hood, you hear sirens and semis pop. Keep vexing Ephraim, when will the envy stop? No love for any cops, that's what got Kenny shot. Y'all drinking Henny shots, I'm investing in penny stocks, they give me props. Rapping, teaching, debating, unity, while Satan trying to weaken the nation. Cops in my community, kill us with every opportunity. No justice or peace, the police get immunity. Look, rubber bullets and riot suits when they gear up. Asking where the love went, cause judgment is near us. And kids rather pour up a foe and sip the syrup. Learn about how the black Moors ruled in Europe. We divided by economic material schism. My people are serial victims of imperialism. I tell the truth in the boot. Boy, my pen no lie. They love the Hebrew Israelites. After NOI, let's pray. I pray. Abba Naba, yeah, I will rise. I pray for your grace and everything that you shall provide. I pray every day that you teach me how to strive to put my trust in you. Because in you is where the power lies. My people are dead and pumped. We'll come out of hide. I pray. Every day, no excuses or alibis, I pray.
Yahweh is one. 